Welcome back, loyal listeners. Welcome, new listeners, to Runkle Recaps, How I Met Your Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 15, Oh Honey. And the young gentleman next to me that would like to say hi is O. Tyler. Say hello, Tyler. Hello. And my name is Tyler, not O. Tyler. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> and sitting on the other side of me is wife, co-host, and... A generally lovely person, Jen. Hello. Well, I don't have much preamble to this. Only news I've seen is that there will be no season three of How I Met Your Father. Oh, it really? is officially canceled now. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was like one of their more successful shows. I don't know. I think sometimes they use these strikes or pauses oh. to dump shows <laughs> that they don't think are working. That's true. I keep forgetting about the impact that's going to have. And we have a couple emails, but they both involve this episode, so we'll save those till the end. Let's jump into Ohio. Oh, we do have <laughs> slightly relevant news, not even really remotely How I Met Your Mother related, but Neil Patrick Harris is going to be directing a production of Tick, Tick, Boom at Kennedy Center, which is near us in D.C., Right, so we're pretty sure we're going to, while he's in town, be able to get him to come to our home and get on the podcast. Thanks for reminding me about that. <laughs> so stay tuned for more news on that. Well, this is more just my way of asking, you want to go see Tick, Tick, Boom with me? I don't know much about Tick, Tick, Boom. I can I, tell you about I don't think I do, but I'll, I'll look into, you know, sort of what it's, what the background, what it is. I know it was a movie. Mm-hmm. starring Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I don't know how that translates to stage, but I assume it'll be good. And it was made by the same guy that did La La Land, the movie at least. Chazelle, is that what his name is? Damien Chazelle? Yeah, Does that, that sounds sound, right. Am I saying that right? Okay. That's a thing, right? <laughs> I don't know if you have it right, but that sounds right. All right, Oh Honey, I, I like this. I was looking forward to doing Oh Honey, and it's, it's much better than most of what we've been watching lately, in my opinion. From How I Met Your Mother, and it's probably better than most of what's going to follow, but I wanted to see what you thought. Yeah, I had some good laugh-out-loud moments. I haven't seen this one in a while, so it was definitely entertaining. I like this stuff in Minnesota, although the Mm -hmm. stuff in Minnesota is going to be even better next week. Okay. That's when Marshall rescinds into being a kid, staying at his mom's house, and then Ted joins him there. Ah, Sunny D! Is orange juice okay? No! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, all of that was funny. I like the you know, the phone tag, or not phone tag, but you know, all the different phone calls and the game of Clue wrapping it all up. And I liked that. The Marcus character was good in this. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy Marcus. Robin had like nothing to do, though. Oh, that's true. She was in very, very little of this. Yeah. Well, we start this off... With a little recap about Marvin Erickson dying and the, the funeral, and now Marshall is staying up in Minnesota with the family. And we have Robin calling Marshall. Speaking of nothing to do, would Robin ever call Marshall at his mom's <laughs> right. house? Not even his cell phone, I don't think. It was right. at the, the yeah. house phone. I was thinking about that. Like that. Yeah, it has to be the home phone because that's the only way you get Judy and Marcus involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a ridiculous premise. One, Robin would probably not call Marshall, and she definitely would not call him at his mom's house. She is the right person to make fun of him for some of his homespun talk on the phone, like yeah, Erickson resident Marshall speaking. 
Robin laughing. Oh, that is too cute. Say it again. And Marshall is insistent that this is this is what manners look like, but he wants to know what's going on in New York. Robin jumps right into the whole story. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that's been going on, Ted and Zoe. So we get a flashback that kind of re... Reintroduces us to Zoe. I guess she hasn't been around in a few episodes. That's right. And this brings us to some night that Aunt Robin decided to cook dinner. And we get a cut-to scene of burnt food on the table and them all in the kitchen eating hot dogs, which Robin even ruined those. I like her reason for burning dinner. She thought the oven was Celsius. (laughs) I mean, this show's been on for six seasons. Are we really to believe she's cooked nothing in six years? I believe that she's cooked nothing in six years. I doubt that she thinks the stoves are Celsius, but I, I like the way she delivered that. Also, That was a good uh, explanation for a Canadian burning food in America. <laughs> Although I did not know this offhand. The trivia told me that if you, she thought it was Celsius, she would have undercooked it, not overcooked it. Ooh, good catch. So. <laughs> trivia, not you. Yeah, not me. Zoe's asking for some ketchup. Ted is passing her the ketchup, and when their hands touch, the ketchup gets dropped in the exchange. So put a pin in that. And glass shatters, but does ketchup even come in a glass bottle in 2010 or whatever this is? 2011? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's been in those plastic little containers yeah, I think for a very long time. At this point, you would think that those glass bottles were only in restaurants. Right. Because they're, they're, they're probably easier to refill. I don't know. Ted insists that she goes out to buy more ketchup. She complains that she brought the wine, which is all gone. And then you see Marshall with a big <laughs> glass of wine saying, right. oops. <laughs> Clearly a little drunk. So they go back and forth on it a little bit. Zoe offers instead of going to get him ketchup. She'll set him up on a date with her hot cousin, and Ted's right on board with that. Um, Marshall responds, you know, telling Robin, like, the story better be good, or he has to play another game of Clue against himself, so. Stick a pin in that. that. (laughs) So Robin says after that night, none of them heard from Zoe for a while, and then Ted finally calls her up, more or less just to find out where she is on setting him up with her cousin. Right. She seems a little surprised that he still wants to do that. Yeah, and she's somewhere on the phone. We can also put a pin in that. That's good lead-in, Jen. She's somewhere on well, the phone. Well, you can tell. Like, she's not at her house. You can tell she's like kind of somewhere. You're a hell of a narrator. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Because we, we do see later where right. she is at that time. And they, you're right. She like seems a little surprised or a little, like, almost a little hurt. And so it all comes together later. So we're at McLaren's. Zoe's confirming for Ted, don't worry, she's cute. And then we get a bunch of Barney predicting she won't be attractive through his coughing messages. Mm-hmm. And then Katy Perry enters. Zoe introduces this as her cousin. They can't remember her name in the retelling, so they're just going to call her Honey. And here's why. Robin describes her as being a lovely person as she's talking on the phone to Marshall. She's warm, intelligent, just kind of gullible. Now, I'm going to take some objection here with them. Labeling her as intelligent. We get no sense of that, and we get a sense of quite the opposite. Right. and Maybe she's just being nice. Ted makes a comment later about where her brains went. She does seem to have a little bit of skill in talking Barney through his crisis later, but... There's the warmness, I guess. Yeah. Emotionally intelligent. But all the things that come out of her mouth makes you want to say, Oh, honey. So... And again, nobody's this stupid. <laughs> like, I feel like I 
said this either last episode or whenever we were You're talking right. about it's this. You're right. It's cartoonishly like, stupid. Yeah. Her, she is hot, though. Yes. So on the hot, stupid scale, she stays above that line. I know it was the hot, crazy scale. But I'm going with the hot, stupid scale. She stays far enough above that line that I would have no problem spending time with her. Yeah, but you can't be in any sort of like long-term relationship because your days are just going to be endlessly filled with cleaning up these messes. Or I could always be getting her to do things because I can fool her. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm happy with you. Thank you. This is not a problem. So her landlord put a security camera in her shower for security purposes. Uh, she gave someone a social security number, but the guy's a Nigerian prince. She had a TV audition behind the KFC, but she believes she is going to be cast on Lost based on that audition. And in between each one of these marshals saying, oh, honey. Yep. And then, yeah, Robin makes a comment about how, yeah, you just want to wrap her up and protect her from the wolves. And we get Barney immediately playing the role of the wolf. The wolf. And he goes, oh, honey, in a sort of predatory voice. Yes. So eventually everyone went home except for Ted and Honey and Barney. Right. And so Honey and Ted seem to be, like, really vibing. She seems very into him. Barney tries to introduce the concept of coasters. To them for no reason whatsoever. Right. But that will come back around. So Honey's hinting now that the two of them go home, her and Ted. And then she steps away, giving Barney time to see. I like this scene. Ted, God, I hate these situations. What are we going to do about this? What are you talking about? Come on, Ted, it's obvious. Honey's vibing me. So Barney says it's all in the body language. When she was touching his arm and leaning in real close. Ted's arm. Yeah, Ted's arm. (laughs) Her straw was pointing at Barney. Yep. I mean, it's as clear a signal as it gets. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> He's so condescending, too. Right. But Ted's fine. He's like, she's all yours, buddy. All right. And this is my favorite joke of the episode, even though it's so stupid. I'd say Humper brains out, but someone obviously already has. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a little bit easy. I liked it. We're at Ted's apartment. Robin's responding to what he did, telling him good for him. And he said there's another reason he didn't go home with her. Right. And then we get, we're at, that, at the end of the flashback, we get Judy crashing in on the phone call saying, he's gay. <laughs> Apparently she's been listening in to Marshall and Robin's conversation. Right. Marshall she's tells her to hang up. So we get a lot of this. This is a convention they use throughout the episode. Right. So we get back to Ted and Robin's conversation and he tells Robin that he's in love with Zoe. Right. And then we get Marshall's reaction. Oh, my God. And then Judy comes back <laughs> in. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Marshall comes to the conclusion that that boy needs an intervention because Zoe is married. And Robin says, funny, you should say that. We get a flashback. They're at the apartment, and it's Barney, Lily, and Robin. Ted enters. Yes, Ted and apparently, his, yeah, he's called an intervention, intervention on himself. And he says because he's in love with Zoe, she's married, it needs to stop, intervene. And he reveals that one evidence of this was the ketchup bottle. The reason it fell was because of him. He sort of felt something when she touched his hand. Mm -hmm. And he had a visceral reaction to that. And then Marcus comes in on the other line, wuss. (laughs) Seems a little uncalled for the situation, but... Right. Especially the way Marcus is talking later, he's so soulful. That's true. And he starts off with a wuss. Yeah. And we get a Marshall kind of like callback probably to teenage years. This is a private conversation. Remember listening in on people's phone calls back in the day? I don't feel like I did that very much. 
I remember there was the thing where kids ask your parents about landline phones, but you'd answer the phone, you'd tell someone it was for them, they'd get on, and then it was your job to hang up. But there's often... That's if there's more than one phone in the house. Right. Oh, did you not have more than one phone, Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You didn't explain it well. So if, like, I answer the phone in the kitchen and then say, like, hey, it's I think that goes without saying. Okay, fine. We're dealing with kids that were born, like, in the year 2000. So it was up to you to then hang up the phone. There are ways to sort of make it sound like you hang up, but not... Although most of the time you can kind of tell when someone's still there on the other line. Yeah. There's sort of a little extra noise. There's a lot of subterfuge that went along with trying oh, to listen yeah. on somebody's call. And when you picked it up off the handle, you had to like keep holding the thing down and then slowly Very slowly let it, let it up. Yeah. So could you really listen in on when you had cordless phones? <laughs> like, or did they have to be the wired phones? Because I feel like the cordless phones, you'd get that, like somebody would beep. Like, turning it on. Or I like, think it was, yeah, I think it was before cordless. Yeah. That was a little easier to do that. The, it was less abrupt getting on and off of them. Right. Ted's suggestion is he has to end his friendship with Zoe. And the king's not really along with going along with this because they're friends with her, too, now. They seem to be very attached on her being part of the gang. Right. Yeah, Robin, like, declares that she'll always be around. Yeah, so just shut it down, ignore your feelings, according to Robin. She likes Zoe. Without her, her dinner party would have been such a wouldn't have been such a success. Everyone look, looks around <laughs> as she okay. says this. Ted agrees to this, and then end of flashback. We're back to Robin and Marshall on the phone, and he gets a beep. It's his other line, and Robin's just like, "Don't answer it." It's not even a number he recognizes. She says he just ignores it. He's like, "Yeah." Robin says, "Oh my God, you are so Minnesota." He can't not answer the phone because it would be rude. Well, it would be. Goodbye. (laughs) And it's Barney. Apparently, he's using burner phones now. That's why he didn't recognize the phone number. Marshall said that he was just hearing about the whole Ted and Zoe thing. I like Barney's. Robin doesn't know how to tell a story. I'll tell you. (laughs) Right. And then we get everything from Barney's perspective of how, uh, you know, him and Honey instantly connect when she walks in. And Ted's just kind of there awkwardly waving at her. (laughs) From the sidelines. (laughs) Yeah, she's very hungrily after Barney and his version. And as Ted's blabbing on, blah, 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 I'm an architect, blah, 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 I don't wear suits, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is Barney's rendition, of course. Right. And I like Barney says, you know, Ted was doing his best to impress her, but as per usual, he bored the pants very much on her. There's <laughs> a good line. Yeah. And then as as Ted's blah, blah, blahing, Honey is pointing her straw <laughs> Party, and she whispers, straw. And then he bring, picks up the coaster, coaster. And then she dismisses Ted. Barney gets her back to her place and says, who's your daddy? Marshall wants to skip this part, but Barney says that he'll just summarize it. Oh, my God. It's good sound effects. So dumb, though. but it's so funny. <laughs> All right. Barney runs into Zoe the next day, I guess. You know, she's still outside picketing and, you know, alludes to the fact that, you know, he hooked up with Honey and Ted. Zoe's surprised she didn't go home with Ted. Ted let Barney have her. It's pretty noble of him. And 
And Zoe Barney, gives him a big hug. Yeah, as, as he's retelling the story to Zoe. Er, 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 er. <laughs> yeah, instead of being grossed out, she's very happy and hugs him. And then at the end of the hug, you note that Barney's carrying this metal briefcase, and it is handcuffed to his wrist. Yeah. I, I specifically they never explained this. for that. There was no explanation. <laughs> like it said, yeah. Handcuffed, but never reason given why. Yeah, I wonder if they were... We sort of know that his job at his office is to be this keeper of secrets and mm-hmm. sign anything that could eventually get somebody in big trouble. Right. So it's got to be related there somehow. Right. And I've I, I've watched things that say, you know, unanswerable questions in How I Met Your Mother. I've read about, I've read articles mm-hmm. about this to see if there are any that I hadn't thought about. And this does never come up. Oh, so maybe. it's interesting. Well, Marcus is on the other phone and butts in. So he's in love with Ted. <laughs> and he goes on this big, long speech about yeah, how very he came soulful. to this conclusion. Yeah, Seeing Ted and Honey hit it off was more than her gentle heart could bear. So Zoe left early, pricked by love's fickle thorn. <laughs> but then the next morning, upon learning that Ted had not tasted of Honey's sweet nectar. Barf. <laughs> I like this coming from him. It, does, it wouldn't work if anyone else said this right. stuff. It only works coming from him. Her joy burst forth like a blossoming flower in spring. So Marshall concedes, yes, it sounds like Zoe is in love with Ted. And Marcus... <laughs> Marcus asks Marshall if he wants a donut from Hertz Donuts that he just picked up. Marshall does, and then Marcus bursts in his room and punches him. Hertz, donut! (laughs) Marshall's face, he's like so excited as he comes in. (laughs) He's even starting to say, where's the donut? (laughs) Right. Holly Barney, I can't believe you fell for that, bro. (laughs) So Marshall calls Ted. And wants to tell him something about Zoe. But Ted also has something to say about Zoe. Yeah, so I guess we get a flashback of you know, Zoe coming to Ted's apartment and basically inviting herself in just to show off that she filled the fridge full of ketchup. Right. Ted seems to enjoy this, but he needs to tell her something. And then we get Judy cutting in on the phone that she's going to the grocery store. <laughs> right. Mom, get off the phone. And then Marcus is on the phone, too, on, the, uh, on the other phones, too. Could you get some more bugles, please? Both of you hang up. We need ice cream. So back to the flashback. Ted says he can't be friends with her anymore, but she can't ask him why. She says, okay. Right. And so Ted says, yeah, that was it. No more Zoe. And then Lily beeps in, so Marshall goes to take that. She Tells says, Ted that, you know, he's a good guy. Right. Lily has another take. As soon as he picks up Lily's call, we hate Ted now, get on board, or the sex scene stops. <laughs> Immediately. Ted's a son of a bitch. Yeah, I didn't like this sequence here. Oh, I thought it was funny. It's a little too easy. <laughs> and I also like that the cell phone went beep, beep, and she immediately like, texted him something. <laughs> yeah, sent him something. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> but Ted didn't tell him the whole story. The truth is that he said, I can't be friends with you anymore, and you can't ask me why, but she comes back anyways to ask why. And Zoe's face is so cute when she's sad here. I I could just take her home and cuddle her. (laughs) She says that Lily hates hates you. Right. And Zoe, you know, immediately just goes over to Lily's house and confronts her. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't shy away from all this. But Lily tries to deny it, but then just goes along with it because she figures Ted had a good reason. Right. Because he's in love with her. Not very convincingly. 
Zoe actually says that she could use a friend right now. She's been going through some pretty difficult stuff. I do like Lily's, oh, yeah, okay, well, I, I guess there's no hiding anymore. I hate you, bitch. <laughs> right. Well, Lily doesn't find out what the difficult stuff was, and turns out she just blamed it on Robin. Robin hates you. Now we got Robin on the other line, calling into Marshall. <laughs> and Robin just jumps in. Yeah, I told Zoe you hate her. <laughs> Yeah, Robin's like, yeah, you just went through a tragedy. She's not going to call you. And then immediately, Marshall's line beeps. It's a 917 number, I mean, in New York. He doesn't recognize it. He thinks it's probably Zoe, but he can't not answer it. That would be impolite. I do like Marshall as they're go- he's going back and forth with Robin arguing, good manners are what separate us from those elbows on the table Wisconsinites. <laughs> so I guess we get a revealed Wisconsin-Minnesota rivalry going. Yeah. Now I wish when we were in Minnesota we had asked if I was just going to say we should have asked your family. <laughs> let, me, let me text my aunt really quick. <laughs> All right, we'll see if she texts me back. <laughs> it's not Zoe on the phone. It's actually Honey. She's talking to Marshall. She says she spent the night with his friend Barney. He accidentally left his phone in his apartment in the garbage. But she's been going through all his contacts because she's sure she, he wants to get back in touch with her. After all, he told her he w- she was his first. And then we get on Marshall. Oh, honey. And then re- because of that, he realizes who he's talking to. Oh, honey. It's always cousin. <laughs> yeah, honey says Barney was such a sweet guy. And then we go to the flashback. We continue to where we left off, which is Barney saying, who's your daddy? And she laughs and says, who's your daddy? Which is a weird turnaround. Quite. And he just breaks down. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But he does know. So that makes it even weirder. But he doesn't know him. Yeah. Now. So anyways, he explains to her that he wrote him a letter, poured his heart out, gave him his number, told him to call, and he still hasn't called. And then we get a honey saying. (laughs) Yeah, a whole bunch of oh "Oh, honeys from honey. Yeah. (laughs) It's a funny turnaround. Yeah. This reveals a whole bunch of lies that Barney told her. Right. And Marshall wants to know what kind of difficult stuff Zoe's been going through. Honey says only... She can't share that with him. Only her, Zoe, and her therapist can know about these things. Marshall says, I am her therapist. (laughs) Oh, well, in that case... So Marshall finds out that she's going through a divorce. We don't find that out yet here. Oh, okay. We're at the apartment. It's Zoe again, knocking on Ted's door. Oh, sorry, just going to back up. So he hangs up with her and then immediately calls for his mom and Marcus and, like, <laughs> grabs the clue board and, like, runs downstairs. Okay. So Zoe reconfronts Ted, saying, I think you hate me, as opposed to when he was blaming it on Lily. And then says, Ted agrees, yes, okay, I hate you. She wants to know why. She's racking her brain here. She can't she doesn't get it so we go back to minnesota marshall is there with his mom and his brother right and he's got the clue characters up on a wall (laughs) labeled with ted and zoe and honey and barney yeah everyone's a clue character i think i read something that during the episode people were actually dressed in the same colors as the characters from clue that he eventually ended up matching them up with on the cards yeah which was funny because i noticed like ted wore purple the whole episode um, but I didn't notice it for anybody else because, yeah, like Zoe's color was white. Um, Honey's was red, but we only saw her twice anyway. Robin, interestingly, was in it, even though... She has really she, nothing to do with this. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't on the board. 
So he's using the characters to chart the drama back in New York City. Right. So we get Ted's in love with Zoe. Zoe doesn't know. Zoe's cousin Honey went home with Barney. Zoe was happy, which comes to the conclusion that Zoe is also in love with Ted. Ted doesn't know. But then Zoe's married to Colonel Mustard, but actually the captain. Except now, Honey told her, or told him something, but we don't know yet. So then Marshall reveals that, oh, we, we, we go back to where Jen was talking about, oh, wait, wait, we got an answer from my <laughs> Aunt Phyllis. She says only on the football field are they rivals. Okay, so like Vikings and Packers? I guess, and then okay. maybe Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin, Badgers, University of Minnesota, mm. whatever they are. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Aunt Phyllis. We do get revealed back that Zoe was getting a new apartment mm-hmm. when she was on the phone with somebody. I can't remember who it was anymore. Uh, Ted. Yeah, because we got the flashback of you know Ted asking, like, basically, when are you hooking me up with your hot cousin? Oh, that's right. That's when it was. Yeah. So now Marsha reveals to Judy and Marcus that Zoe and the captain are getting divorced, which means... <laughs> Marcus butts in. So help me, Marshall. If you don't call those two crazy mixed-up kids, I will. All right. <laughs> so we go back to where Ted and Zoe are at his apartment, and he's telling her why he hates her. Well, she's preventing him from realizing a lifelong dream. Plus, she's stubborn, argumentative. What kind of name is Zoe? What's it short for? Zosef? Her then, phone rings. I'll have more in a second. Yeah. So Zoe's on the phone with Marshall. She's clearly confirming what Marshall and his family came to the conclusion of. Mm-hmm. And then she hangs up with him. Uh, Ted continues with the things he hates. You talk during movies. Sneeze with your whole body. To, my knowledge, to his knowledge, he does not speak Portuguese. <laughs> Actually, she does speak a little Portuguese. But she calls her a show-off. And his phone starts ringing. She urges him to take it, and it is Marshall. And Marshall fills him in. And then they kiss. And then we get the neighbor peeking her head out the door on the phone, reporting that, indeed, they are kissing. Yeah, and it's the same neighbor that was saying to him and... Uh, uh, go. <laughs> honey, go kiss ahead. him. <laughs> go on, honey, kiss him. That's not what's happening, Mrs. Madsen. So, yeah, she calls. Marshall tells them that they're kissing, and then we that's the end. Yep. Cute little episode. What was your favorite joke? I already said my favorite joke. What was it again? <laughs> Somebody clearly already humped her Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. Mine is probably the whole scene with Barney's version of Hunt with Honey at the bar. Okay. I think my second favorite was the Celsius comment by Robin. <laughs> okay. My least favorite is the whole, he's a son of a bitch. Oh, really? Thing with Marshall and Lily. What about you? Um, yeah, I didn't mark a least favorite. Um, I guess it probably was during Barney's explanation of why he's using burners and basically said he's going to use one for a while, have my fun, then dump it to get a new one, and then I'll do the same with my phone. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that one either. All right, next week's episode is Desperation Day. I re- at first I thought, oh, I don't really like this one because I don't like all the stuff going on at the bar, although he does meet Zora, or Nora, Nora, rather. But the stuff back in Minnesota is so good in this one. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. All right. Before we go, we have a couple emails. Oh, I'm sorry. Go get the rankings. Oh, the rankings. 
All right, what do you think I ranked it? I'm going to go 79. Wrong. 49. Damn. Language. <laughs> yeah, there's only one other one ranked ahead of this. So most, all but one episode are ranked further back. We only have a few more in the top 100. All right. Well, I'm glad this one made Okay, first email is from Danielle. Danielle. Welcome back, Danielle. Danielle writes, hey guys, I always liked Marshall talking on the phone and saying his full name. I always thought that was cool. But I never did because I didn't want strangers knowing my name. Heh. Hmm, fair. Robin, well, she, she, you would think she was always in the cell phone era because she's in her mid-20s. I don't know, would she ever, I guess, no. I mean, some people still had a home phone. Okay. It's just a matter of how many people called it. I mean, we had a home phone until a couple years ago. We just never used it for anything. Robin laughing and calling back was funny. Also, ketchup in a glass bottle? That's what I said. That, that feels like you're putting too much faith in it not sticking to the bottom. I didn't think the oh honey worked. Maybe it's because I don't use the phrase. But I do think it works better when honey says it to Barney. <laughs> also, Robin's advice was horrible, especially for someone like Ted. Plus, Zoe isn't likable enough for this to be a dilemma. Just drop Zoe, although the captain will be missed. <laughs> In my humble, not-married opinion, Ted saying he couldn't be friends anymore to Zoe would have been better ending for them. I like Marshall saying Ted was a good guy. I felt love was used too loosely. However, I am a more reserved person. My favorite joke would have to be Robin calling Marshall back. Worst joke was Barney's weird noise. Love ya. Barney's weird noise. The er e Oh. <laughs> Big disagree, Daniel. I like the er, E or E. But nice anyways, to hear from you again, Daniel. Yeah, thanks for writing, Danielle. This is from Felix. <laughs> the title. <laughs> Felix's title is Ted is a Clown and the Worst Character in Sitcom History. Felix, why are you so mean to Ted? Yeah, Felix, he is kind of the lead character <laughs> of this movie, and yet you're such a huge fan. It's funny that you hate him. But anyways, <laughs> we'll ignore that for now. Hey, from Felix the Swede. This episode is not good at all. Robin is very annoying. Oh, what did Robin do? <laughs> I get that you could burn food, but how do you forget that America doesn't use Celsius? <laughs> it's just stupid because she's been living in the U.S. for more than five years. And how can you ruin hot dogs? Like, if they were burned, you could see it, but not one of them say anything. I did wonder about that. Have any theories on how you ruin a hot dog? She probably cooked it in gross pot water. We've already gone through my... Best way to prepare a hot dog. Oh, have we? <laughs> ranking. You don't remember that? It sounds vaguely familiar now that you're saying. And I will confirm that the very worst way to do it is by cooking in the microwave. And I will remind the audience that that's what Jen was doing when I met her. I think you made that up. I do not even remember buying hot dogs. Well, nevertheless. Well, nevertheless, I cook them the best way now. Tyler even says so. You cook them in a way I taught you to cook them. Yeah, but... I cook them consistently that way. Well, I've started doing it, too, because he's gotten used <laughs> to it. And that way is, folks, uh, on a pan over oil. We eat very gourmet around here. <laughs> yeah, I used to always just boil them in a pot because that's the easiest way. Quick and easy. You don't have to pay any attention to it until once it's boiled, it's done. Okay. On with the email. So, picking back up, if they were burned, you could see it, but not one of them said anything. So, did she cook it with too much spice? I don't know. It's just stupid. 
<laughs> Ted is annoying as always. Katy Perry's character is one of the worst written characters in history. She is annoying and no one is that dumb. Wow, we're on the same page a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Barney is just weird as always. Why does Barney think that the world revolves around him? And why does Ted always got to be so effing deep all the time? So I would have said the full F word, Felix, but my, my kid can hear me right now. And we get in trouble for cursing around him. <laughs> Not even us if there's like a curse word on TV or yeah, he, on the radio. He always says... Uh, language. Language. He's like Captain America. <laughs> Except not cool. <laughs> he doesn't ride a motorcycle. Okay, going on. I knew right at that moment that this isn't friendship. This is love. Like, what the fuck is that? You just... Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I elongated to use the <laughs> F word in his WTF, but I shortened the F word... Never mind. All right. Marcus is right. He is a wuss. And the storyline got to get Zoe and Ted together this way was too long. But Ted and Zoe do have good chemistry, so it's not just bad. And I don't say goodbye to everybody, just my family. I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> Best line, oh, honey. Wow, him and... Okay. Him and Danielle are not going <laughs> to end up marrying one another. Diametrically opposed foes. <laughs> Worst line, I knew right at that moment, this <laughs> isn't <doesn't> friendship, <laughs> this is love. Okay, and his five questions. He wants to know what's the best movie franchise. His answer is probably Marvel Cinematic Universe or the Scream movies. Oh yeah, Marvel, 100%. Yeah, I was going back and forth between Marvel and Lord of the Rings because the TV show came out on Apple, okay. and it was good. I mean, I guess what about Star Wars? You seem to like a lot of those yeah, shows. Yeah, Star Wars... Oh, this is really tough. I almost didn't... My brain didn't go to Star Wars fast enough. I still think Marvel... Oh, man, or Star Wars. Yeah, well, as we've established, I'm not a Star Wars person, but I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe and you know, the TV shows and all the movies. And I think we're... I think we're too back on movies. I haven't picked them for our movie nights lately. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Star Wars. I think you got a point... For my brain, because I really liked the last three movies. I liked the first three. The middle weren't good. But the TV shows have been really good. The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan. Oh, there's an Obi-Wan TV show? Yeah. Hmm. With Ewan McGregor. And it actually had Hayden Christensen, who played... Recently? Yeah. Oh, I missed that completely. Well, why would you? I mean... A lot of times I walk by as you're watching something. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll go with Star Wars. Number two, what is your favorite performance from an actor in a movie or a TV show? His is either Denzel Washington in Training Day or Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. I was thinking about I know you're just seeing this now, but I was really thinking about this. I'm, I'm having a really tough time with this one. But I'll say what my top three movies are and then what performances I loved in them. So okay. Braveheart, obviously I loved Mel Gibson in Braveheart. That was a great performance to me. Number two, my, my second favorite movie is Broadcast News, and I really got to hand it to Holly Hunter in that one. She is just blows everyone off the screen in it, is amazing. Also, also Albert Brooks is really great in Broadcast News, so that's another one. And then my third favorite movie is Goodwill Hunting, so I'm going to give that one to but, Robin Williams okay, I was gonna say, and Goodwill yeah. Hunting. But also, Matt Damon was amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any... Anything that jumps into your mind? Um, so not movies, but actually TV. The first one that came to my head was um, Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Good enough. 
He wants to know, question number three, have we seen The Last of Us on HBO? It's one of the greatest video game adaptations in his opinion. Fun fact, Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl, actually co-created The Last of Us series. So, no, we know what it is, but we haven't seen it. Yeah, I've been kind of going back and forth on if I want to watch it. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be really good, but you know, do you... Is it still good if you don't play the video game? Is there, like, some Lost in Translation stuff there? Do we need another zombie show? All great questions, Jen. Answer those for us. <laughs> um, Felix. Number four, rank the main characters in Hemium from best to worst. His answer, Barney, Marshall, Lily, Robin, and then those are his top four, and then number 100 is Ted. <laughs> All right, so if I had to rank them best to worst, I think for me, one is Robin, two, Barney, three, Lily, four, Ted, five, Marshall. I feel like mine changes depending on what season we're in and my moods. So I will say, as of today, I'm going to go Ted. That's the best? Yep. I'm going to go Ted, Marshall, Robin, Barney, Lily. <laughs> no single person has the same exact answer for that question. Ask All me next across week, the it'll world. be different. He continues on the trilogies that he has not seen Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, The Godfather trilogy, just the first one. He's only seen the first one, I assume that means. Back to the Future trilogy and the Toy Story trilogy. <gasps> you haven't seen the Toy Story trilogy? Bye and have Although a Although it's not day. even a trilogy, that's like a four parter. I don't point. think you can get that in Sweden. <laughs> Um, yeah, you have to watch have Toy Story. To- they don't have toys in Sweden, so he did, they won't get it there. <laughs> Sorry, Swedes. Just kidding. Don't stop listening to us. Uh, You're half our audience. <laughs> that's true. We just started the Back to the Future trilogy in the Runkle household. With Tyler, yeah. He's all of a sudden become interested in time travel. <laughs> yes. So I, I said, okay, it's time for you to see Back to the Future, and we watched it, and he loved it. That is probably the most engrossed I've seen him in a movie in a long time, like, a lot of the time, it's an effort to keep him engaged. He did make a stop for an intermission. so he But did. then he stopped. Like, it was very early on, but then after that, he never asked again. True. All right, well, that's all we have. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for writing in, Felix and Danielle. Great to, get, great to hear from both of you. And we will hopefully get another one out soon-ish. I travel in a few weeks, and Jen has some work travel not long after that so hopefully we'll get another one or two in before the end of the month of october of uh, september rather hopefully all right thanks everyone thanks bye bye